But what if no one is listening? Today's process is this. Speak to those who see greatness in you. Sit back, relax. Let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. There are monsters and bandits here, but if you are stuck in your nine to five and you want to grow or start a new business, this is the place for you. Admission to the understory is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. I'm fired up today. Episode 201. All right. I got, uh, let me tell you what I'm drinking today. I'm a little fatigued. I was up to like 2.30 in the morning. I couldn't, then I didn't fall asleep to like 3. Because I was working on the, um, on the the YouTube ch- or the the Facebook channel, so that it's the technical. I have a minimal viable, minimally viable product on that, so that's where we're at right now. It works, and I'm able to to live stream how I want for multiple hours at a time. What I'm drinking right now is uh, an energy drink, all natural, Freedom Fuel, Fruit Punch by Kill Cliff. I got a variety pack from them. Because one of the streamers that I watch, Judge Drudge, um, he is, uh, they're, they're his sponsor. One of his sponsors is them. And I'm drinking Fruit Punch Knockout, which is so far my favorite. Fruit Punch Knockout. Uh, and they gave me a little cozy. This is good packaging. They gave me a little cozy, which fits it perfectly, keeps it cold. And uh, yeah, I'm drinking an energy drink because I'm exhausted right now. I'm tired. And um, I don't know, I got three and a half hours of sleep, four hours of sleep. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to talk to you today. So what are we talking about today? Well, um, so I've totally altered my social media presence. We talked about the content framework before. I'll move off the content framework in terms of sort of like, because you can see it. It's, uh, and I'll just tell it to you, uh, what I've done is I've created a content framework for each method of communication. So uh, for audio, which is I've selected podcast. It's the Understory Lawyer podcast, which we're listening to right now. For image, I have an Instagram account, Understory Lawyer. It's Instagram account. And um, so that's the least developed, but it's up and I put a picture there every day and I'll start figuring that out soon. For text, I send a daily email to my current email list every day. And uh, then for video, I'm doing my Facebook gaming uh, channel, the Understory Lawyer, Understory Lawyer Gaming Channel. Now, you may think that gaming channel is probably not designated for you who's listening to this podcast person, but if you're a gamer, go check it out. Um, but there's a specific audience that I'm targeting with that. Now, and if you think that's weird, that's fine, but it kind of goes into what, what we're talking about today. Now, I, so that I have totally changed my media presence. That's what I'm doing. I used to engage with people on Facebook. I flatlined my Facebook page months and months and months ago. I just stopped. And um, you can do Facebook. That's cool. I don't have any challenge with other people that do it, but for me, I just stopped. But before I left, in terms of with my actual thought processes and and changed it from sort of like just using it for business and a marketing tool, and and I put personal stuff on there, 
I did a post which I thought was funny, but I knew that some people would find offensive. And I wanted to see, actually, I didn't know why I did it, to be honest with you. I had no clue why I did it when I did it. I don't know if I was to stir the pot or I was feeling, you know, I was ideologically possessed or I was situationally possessed or whatever. When I did it, I had no clue why I did it because if I would have taken 30 seconds to think about it, I would have known it would have pissed some people off, right? And so I was like, well, I just did it anyway. And here's, in hindsight, I'm gonna say why this is the reason that I did it. And this is why. So I'm a lawyer, obviously, and, but, I'm a farm boy from North Dakota. First of my family to go to college. First of my family to go to graduate school. For sure, I'm the only lawyer of any Skalski that I know And right now. God help us if one of my kids decides to go be a lawyer, but that's up to them. Um, and I've always, every step of the way, I mean every step of the way from when I entered into polite society, I've always struggled to fit in. Always, even when like I was the senior class vice president, uh, so you would think that I had like I had it kind of dialed in socially. Um, that just means I knew how to be funny, and I never knew. Ne- I, I always had challenges finding people like me, and I was I was trying to fit in with other people and trying to be like the best version of other types of weight or whatever, and. What I realized was, and the lawyer thing was was like, hey, I'm trying to fit in with other lawyers. And I went and I interviewed for this job here in town here because it was like it's financially we're a little better now. But it was like going to go live in a van down by the river time very close a few times, which I knew it would be when we moved because we just moved. And I didn't have thank God we moved and we did, though, because California right now is a total S show. Los Angeles in particular, where I used to live. Um, and I'm so thankful I'm not there right now. If you're there listening to this right now, I'm sorry for you because it sucks. Um, and I always knew California was going to eat itself, but I didn't know it was going to happen that fast. So anyway, uh, everyone's fleeing California now. All the big businesses are leaving. Whatever. Okay, that's that's a whole different conversation. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that I always try to fit in with like other lawyers, right? And even when I was in, I just didn't fit in with the other like criminal defense lawyers and just even some of my clients. And it just was always this, always this feeling of not fitting in, right? Being a misfit, total misfit. And... And then, you know, and I started sort of engaging some of my old classmates and I have my core group that are uh, their own misfits in their own way. Right. That like there's like three or four people in my law school that I'm friends with. But for whatever reason, I try to I try to like placate this other group of lawyers in that group and try to engage them because I was like, well, you know, they're on Facebook and I should engage them and they're my classmates and whatever. And then I did this post and I it just I had one of them unfriend me and the other one was like calling me names and like whatever. And and this is a guy that I had sat down and had lunch with and like two hours and we had a great conversation. But we're just not, we're not a good fit. (laughs) And it's like when I interviewed for this firm, there was a, I I had like a Forrest Gumpian way that I got this interview with this firm and they don't, they didn't get me and I didn't, I screwed it up and like I sent them this email and I was like, your website sucks and whatever. Um, And I was Uh, That would have been a disaster if I would have got a job there. And, but I was sometimes even I, even I, Mr. Understory Lawyer, can get lost in the understory and get, you know, get afraid of the monsters and the bandits. It happens. Let me take another sip of my fruit punch knockdown. So I did this post and I offended like half the people. And, and I never didn't, I didn't know why I did it. And now this is why, this, this may or may not be why I did it subconsciously. 
I'm going to say that it is. This is how. This is the best way that I can interpret it. Is I just wanted to be unabashedly myself, something like a comedian that goes out there and just says something he knows is going to offend people, but just wants to be able to say it. And um, I can be offensive sometimes. I can. I can. My mind works in a really crazy, crazy, kooky way, and I'm probably going to offend you. If you go back over the 200 episodes, I'm sure I've said something that would offend you if you listen to all of them. If you could compress them all and like download them like the Matrix, I'm sure there's something in there that offends you. But my heart is in the right place, and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to help move entrepreneurs towards their creative power because I know how glorious it is to stand in a place of clarity, creativity, and calm as a creative person, as an entrepreneur, and how rare that can be in the process in the beginning. And so that's why I've decided to help people who are trapped, you know, guys are, guys are trapped right now, guys, married, husband, entrepreneurs trapped a nine to five because I resonate with them and their problems the best. No, no issues with the ladies, but I find that ladies have generally, as a rule, um, different, different challenges than men do typically. Men are dumber in certain ways, for sure. We think our businesses are going to solve everything on the home front. And that's the last thing your wife wants is your business to solve things. She wants you to solve things. But the title of today's podcast is Speak to Those Who See Greatness in You. Once I decided to make my place and I was like, well, I have to be me to do this. I'm 48 years old and I've been thinking about age a lot. I'm like, I'm going to be 50. So I can see 50 as soon. I think 50, it may or may not be a hard, may, may or not be a hard birthday for me, depending upon where I'm at a year and a half, right? If I'm still talking out in the space and no one's, and uh, not enough, not very many people have come along, it might be tough for me, but I don't, I can't control that. You set the, you set the foundation and the universe sets the ceiling. But I, if I'm going to teach my children something, it's I want to spare my children the 40 years, the 40 years of feeling inadequate, the 40 years of feeling like you're not fitting in, the 40 years of um, thinking you're the dumbest person in the world. And that's what happens when you try to fit in. Now, I'm not talking about fit into polite society. Like, you don't, you know, you don't pull a... You don't pull Sam Kennison and tell everybody to go F themselves unless you're Sam Kennison, right? Um, like, you got you to gotta be polite, like not offend everybody all the time unless you're going to be a shock jock or comedian. But I'm talking about just like within the bounds of polite, like the bare bones of polite society, you got to be yourself. I grew up in a crazy household. I have crazy, I'm wired in a really crazy way. I've done the personality tests. Like there's just, there's just things about me, man, that are just not quite right in terms of the, I'm not, there are very few things I'm in the middle on. The Skalskis are peoples of extremes, just who we are. And whoever you are is who you are. You have some extreme things about yourself as well. And you got to kind of try to temper those down for polite society, but don't change you. You got to be you. And you want to speak to people who see greatness in you. All those people on Facebook who were mad at me because I was offensive, like they didn't want to give me the benefit of the doubt and just be like, yo, wait, why were you doing that? And I was like, I don't know. That was funny. I don't know. Whatever. But there, those people were ready to throw the baby out with the bathwater. 
And those people aren't going to be there for you when you need them. And here's the thing. If someone can't see greatness in you, how can you, if you're trying to help and coach people or provide them a, a pathway or a framework to, to get out of their nine to five, if they can't see greatness in you, how are they going to see greatness in themselves? If I provide some slick lawyer in the suit, look, 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 I'm wearing my Reardon Seal shirt right now. I haven't shaved in like three days because I've been in the mad scientist mode again. But if I try to put this slick, perfect thing up for you, then you think you have to be perfect and then you're always going to be judging yourself. I'm over judging myself negatively. I mean, obviously, when I screw up, I'm like, oh, let's not do that again. But just, I mean, as a whole, like as a person, I don't fit in. Just because I don't fit into most things doesn't make me less of a person than people who do fit in. It just makes me different. That's all. It just makes me different. But it's a cliche, but everybody else is taken. And my wife loves me for whatever reason. It's a mystery. She, she wanted to be with me the moment we met. And that makes absolutely no sense. If you knew who I was, that she uh, don't even get me started. So I know I got that. My brother, twin brother, he digs, he digs me. My parents tolerate me and my kids like me right now. And that's enough. That's enough, man. And so what I've decided to do is I'm going to speak greatness. I'm going to speak messaging to find those people who see greatness in me so they can see greatness in themselves. Just surround yourself with people who see what you can be and then do everything you can to, to, to reach that goal. But you have to say what you're trying to accomplish. Not have them say it. You have to be like, look, I'm, I'm speaking. This is what I'm trying to do. I want to create a movement of people, of entrepreneurs who are incredibly creative to solve huge problems. Because I believe, I agree with Russell Brunson, I believe that entrepreneurs are the way out of this morass we find ourselves in. They know how to solve problems. And one problem that you have right now is you're stuck in a nine to five and you can't get out and you can't see the light because you're in the understory and there's bandits and monsters and you're afraid. And so you're medicating, sedating, and procrastinating. And I've been there. That's why I know, that's why I know you. Because as you were me, I'm you, I'm the walrus, whatever. And so if my message resonates with you and you see some greatness potential in me, not that I'm great, but you see that what I'm trying to do and create a movement could be great also for you, then you have greatness in you too. And together we can accomplish more than we can apart. Together we can achieve greatness together. And I'm going to try to be the best father I can and the best husband I can and the best steward of this, of this movement that I'm creating of the Ranger, Understory Ranger movement. And if it's just me and I'm a solo Ranger doing it, but I'm still a good dad and I'm providing and I'm still a good husband, that's okay for me. And I set the foundation. The universe sets the ceiling. But I've stepped on a lot of landmines. I've made a lot of mistakes that I can help you avoid. And I can get you out of your nine to five faster. I wrote a book on it. I'm proud of that book. Almost done. I'm so close. It'll be ready to be. It'll be ready to be published in January, for sure. 
I only have like a couple more chapters to edit and then it's just formatting and fixing the title. But what I want you to do is like, look, you've got to be willing to let everyone else go that doesn't see greatness in you. They're not with you anyway. Those people who unfriended me on Facebook were never going to be with me in this movement. They think this is insane. They think if I was to tell them about the if I was to tell them about the understory lawyer gaming channel that I'm doing, they won't get it. They'll be like, you're 48 years old and you're playing games. I was like, you got to go with it. You got to go where they are. You got to go where the people that you're trying to help are. And there are there are married men right now sedating and medicating and procrastinating in the gaming world because they don't know what else to do. And it gives them dopamine hits and it makes them feel good. And they get to have wins, right? They get to win in something and they're hiding there. So I like games. I was on the chess team. I know games. I know how to speak the language. I like to play games. So yes, I'm going to meet them there and I'm going to speak to them about greatness not just in games, but in their life, the real game that matters. And I'm going to meet them there. And some of them are going to be like, hmm, what is this book that you wrote? And they're gonna read it. And some of them are going to be able to then put the games in the proper context and stop medicating, procrastinating and sedating. And some of them won't, but I see greatness in them. I see greatness in them. I want to help them find it. So when you speak greatness, when you're speaking your message, you want to speak to people who see greatness in you, but it doesn't work unless you reciprocate it and see greatness in others. It's not a manipulation tool. Like, let me see how many people I can get to see greatness in me and maybe the head of everything. No, it's the ability to see greatness in each other and realize that I'm not for everybody, for sure. In fact, 99% of people I'm not for. But there's there's a percentage of people out there I am for. And I believe in them and they believe in me. So what I want you to do is take out your Ranger Field Journal. If you don't have a Ranger Field Journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, go buy a journal for God's sakes. You need working papers. So for right now though, then take out your Unicorn Trapper Keeper from the fifth grade. And just write down, am I willing to talk to people who see greatness in me? And can I see greatness in them? And just remember, there is no end if you stay in the path of understanding. If you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur, I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one. I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off, but always feel like you cannot get traction. I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside, they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. 
You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you on paper, on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation, and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.